This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Guy Snoop, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramone! Episode 75 in La Casita Mas Fina. I'm Susie. And I'm Katie. <laughs> Back at it. <laughs> you can't just nod your head. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> so when Katie was a baby and she would be on the phone to whoever she was talking to, grandma, grandpa, whatever it was, she they would ask her a question and she would always just nod her head. And I would be like, you have to say the words. They can't see you. <laughs> They can definitely see me. She's doing the same thing again. They can see me now. <laughs> FaceTime and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And um, we call Grandpa. I call Grandpa Schmidt um, via Facebook Messenger photo mm-hmm. video calling. Yeah. And that seems to work out fairly well. He's so cute, though, because it's always like at some odd angle like way low like he's holding his ipad in his lap i think that's just how guys (laughs) hold phones they're like oh i need to take a picture of myself down here that's just that's a guy angle yeah funny oh man i met one of well i've i know stubbs daughters lane and michaela and i met Allie this weekend mm-hmm. she's like 17 and she is all about the angles like dustin's taking photos of the wedding mm-hmm. and she's just every photo is a pose and mm-hmm. it's so funny it's not just a standard like family photo pose she's mm-hmm. like over the shoulder with the and oh man i know nobody she's can see that but <laughs> yeah she was that's what i said i like dude you're a professional like yeah. what the heck that's so funny and then we were looking at some photos of the of the wedding mm-hmm. and and because Dustin was in front of Matt and Mandy while the judge was talking to them mm-hmm. and in every photo Allie's looking at her phone and fixing her hair and <laughs> stuff and I was just like cracking up so but that's not what I'm obsessing about although it sounds like maybe it is yeah you went straight <laughs> into that story it just all of that reminded me whoop yep but one of the things that I have been obsessing about so we're going to talk about the trips that we took here in a little bit Mm -hmm. but at the end of one of the trips um my friend so the big bend trip my friend andrew from fort worth roots was like hey i'm going to um do kind of like a cleanse for the next 75 days he's Mm -hmm. like sugar um flour um alcohol all of that i'm i'm wiping out Mm -hmm. for until the end of july yeah and so we were all like, you know, like, that's not a bad idea. We'll all do that. So um, basically, it's a keto diet. Mm-hmm. I have found a lot of really good, like, vegetarian keto recipes. Mm-hmm. Basically, like the zucchini lasagna that you showed me and some other things. Yeah. Um, or eggplant lasagna, whatever it was. Um, but one of the things that I found that I am literally obsessing about and try not to eat one every single day is the Atkins peanut granola bar. Yeah. Have you ever had one of those? Mm-mm. Have you ever had any of the Atkins like pre-made like keto kind of foods? No. No? Dang, it is delicious. You, 
It is so good. When I was doing the low-carb, keto-ish diet, uh-huh. my favorite thing is fat bombs. Have you had those yet? No. What's oh, a fat bomb? Oh, my God. You need to have a fat bomb. So for keto, it's very important that you have like high fats. So like avocado, oh. mayonnaise, you know, okay. all that stuff. That I've read that. Like and like high fats. I'm like full, like I put cream in my mm-hmm. coffee and yep. I'm like, this feels weird, but yep. okay. <laughs> yep. You're like high fats. So there are these things. They're called fat bombs. And you make them with um, just like cream cheese, okay, chocolate chips. What? Yeah, like the sugar-free ones. Uh-huh. Really, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm, but I'm thinking yeah. of cream cheese and chocolate chips. Chocolate chips okay, uh, a little bit of peanut butter. Uh huh. A little bit of just a like a hint of flour, like the almond flour. Okay. Um, and then just like whatever friendly sugar you want to use oh i've been using stevia mm-hmm. yeah you might recall i made these for micah once and she ate the entire oh. tub of them yes 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 you yes. just yes. let everything like get real not melted but like room temperature uh-huh. easy to mix up uh-huh. um and then you mix it all together you just tuck them into a bag into a container however you want to keep them if you want to portion them out like this is five for each time you want to have those snacks oh, gotcha you can do that um but they're super good and when i made them for myself i would go through like a whole thing of them in two days <laughs> okay it makes like 24 of them you should <laughs> not be eating that many in each so sitting just but just scoop it out and then you just roll it into a ball and uh-huh. you just eat the ball like the, okay. The ball is the snack. Oh, sweet. So you could just put it in a container, keep it in your refrigerator, mm-hmm. yep. right? Yeah. So that it it's not soft yep. all the time. Yeah. Very cool. I'll send you the recipe for that. Okay. They are amazing. I yeah. love fat bombs. Yeah, because and it's it's been hard. Mm-hmm. Like um the so I'm also still doing a bit not a bit. I am still doing like, uh, what is that intermittent fasting where I eat from like 11 to That's seven really bad for you? You should, is it really? That. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to not eat after 7 PM, which is, and that's fair, but uh-huh. intermittent fasting, I guess if you're doing it from like seven to 10 o'clock, okay. Mm-hmm. Or eight to 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Cause normally like you shouldn't eat before you go to bed anyway, because right. that's what makes you keep on the weight. Mm-hmm. But intermittent fasting itself is really bad for you. So, um, I, and I was reading something that said like, like my age, you shouldn't do like, you should have at least eight hours, like Mm -hmm. 11 to seven of when you're eating. Yeah. And that, that would be like the least 10 hours, probably better, you know? So, so the main thing though, that I really am focusing on is the 7 PM cutoff in the morning. If I'm hungry, I'll eat. If I'm not hungry, I won't eat. And typically, I do start to get hungry around 11. Mm-hmm. So, um, but at night, like I am like 8 o'clock, all of a sudden I want, I don't know if it's carb craving mm-hmm. or if it's a sugar craving mm-hmm. or if it's a both craving, mm-hmm. but holy moly. But so far, I have been successful. I've lost a few pounds, which is good because yeah. I've got quite a few that I want to lose. Yeah. Um, just yeah. health wise, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and because like I went to go visit baby Rosemary mm-hmm. uh, this week. Love her. She's so cute. And I took Brian his birthday present. Here's a little Mother's Day gift. And um, uh, it was so much fun. And I'm picking her up and I'm playing with her and I'm running around. And I was like, I want to continue to be able to do this until I'm in my 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
(laughs) So the other thing too, I need to, like I was um, reading about, but I need more calcium and I'm not totally sure how to incorporate that in because I don't necessarily really like milk, Mm -hmm. but there's start doing like breakfast smoothies that require you to have milk in them. Yeah. And then that way you're at least getting a little bit more. The other thing that you can do is just like a vitamin supplement. Okay. I have to. Okay. Okay. Like a high dose one. Don't start like calcium on its own. Yeah. If you get like a multivitamin that has calcium in it, that's good, but it's not the amount that's recommended. Like I take a multivitamin, Mm -hmm. but I also take vitamin C and vitamin D because those are really good for you. And Mm -hmm. so the amount that you're getting in your multivitamin, it's it's a good amount, but depending on like your age and things like that you should take an additional amount of those things as well yeah calcium would be good i i one of the things i just recently learned is that like so many things interact with each other Mm -hmm. but like vitamin d in particular is super good for your thyroid thyroid and for fertility oh okay so but like that's you know because i have i'm missing half of my thyroid Mm -hmm. and my doctor is not missing we know where it is they took it away from me (laughs) they took it away from me they (laughs) stole it right out of my body um but my doctor's always on me about my vitamin d levels Mm -hmm. and so i do the same i take a a vitamin d outside of my regular multivitamin Mm -hmm. and i'll make sure i get some calcium but the the only kind that doesn't mess with my tummy is the gummies I mean, you can do the gummies. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I did, however, find the Flintstones, the chalky, chewable uh-huh. ones uh-huh. the other day. It took everything in me not to buy them <laughs> because I really think that Nick should be taking a multivitamin too. Yeah. Um, so I almost bought them for him to you, be like, here's your multivitamin. You should take, give him Flintstones multivitamins. That would be yeah. awesome. Well, not the gummy kind. The, <laughs> the actual. The, the real chalky ones the, the, from our childhood. Yeah. I was yeah. the best ones. I ever. mean. Yeah. Yeah. You guys took them every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get your vitamins. That is funny. Have you watched Selling Sunset the next... Do you, have you watched that show no. at all? That one in Summer House, I've never seen. Okay. So Selling Sunset is great. It's on Netflix. There's, I think, seven seasons now. Maybe this was the sixth one. I can't remember. But it's the Oppenheim Group uh, based in LA, Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sell multi-million dollar homes and i mean the drama it's so funny and i i love it and um (laughs) part of the part that just cracks me up is like these women go to like a broker's open Mm -hmm. which lets all the brokers know about a house that's coming up on the market and the realtors who are selling the house they throw a party Mm -hmm. but i mean they are in gowns yeah they're not just in like a business suit um gowns and i'm like what and all everybody who attends the party is dressed that way and and so it's not just the people on the show and it could be because they know they might be on camera Mm -hmm. but i'm just like what yeah (laughs) gowns and then of course the guys they're twins short the like five foot four twins (laughs) Uh, they come in in like Gucci or whatever, but it will be like a Gucci like bowling shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, these women are in gowns and you're in a t-shirt and shorts. You know, men. <laughs> but it's amazing. It, it's amazing. And one of the main storylines of the last season, besides the homes, mm-hmm. I first started watching it because somebody was like, you need to see this house that this woman is showing. It is so cool. Um. But so they're just, they're amazing. And you think, oh, sometimes they like, they'll put, you know, 
Well, they always put how much the house is for sale for mm-hmm. and then how much the person would get as a commission. Yeah. And it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And and so, you know, like <clears throat> these women are like just like rich, rich, rich from, you know, home sales. Even if they sold one a month or one every three months, there's it's still hundreds of thousands of dollars. But every once in a while, they'll put like what the mortgage might be. Yeah. And it is crazy i was trying to see if that's the same as or like relatively close to mm-hmm. million dollar listing and it seems like it is listing i do love that show as well yeah. and i was looking in a, it's million dollar listing los angeles that i love the most yeah of course. do you love josh mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but that is kind of the same thing as where they'll list the house and then they'll put like what the commission would be for that yeah so i that's it's yeah. always very interesting but like oh, there was one that was like uh i think they were gonna lease it or something mm-hmm. for because it wasn't selling so they were like hey w- we can list it you know keep it on the market and we can lease it for a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> the lease was like what i make like in six months wow for a monthly rent and yeah. i was like holy moly <laughs> but it was on the strand in manhattan beach mm-hmm. you yeah. know yeah and so um it was a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> so I've been I, I I motored through the entire season yeah in I think a day and a half because so one of the main people on there her name's Chris Shell mm-hmm. and she was an actress and her ex-husband was an actor and she had a devastating breakup with him and and she ended up dating one of the Oppenheim twins mm-hmm. uh, for a while um, but she really wanted to be married and have a baby and stuff. And he was just like, I could see myself marrying you, but I need to be honest with you. And I cannot see myself being a father. Like yeah. I, that's not what I want out of this life. Yeah. And so they broke up and it was really super heartbreaking for them as well, because they really, really loved each other so much. And it is hard to break up with somebody that you love so much, but that you understand is not the right person for you for what you want out of your life. Yeah. And, um, but she's ended up with, oh gosh. Um, is she the one who just married a lady? Yeah. They're, they go by her name's like G G money, Mon- G flip, G yep. flip, G, G flip. flip. Yeah. So they just got married and, she was like, this is not at all what I thought was going to happen to me, but I was in this music video and I met this artist and they're such a beautiful soul and I love them so much. And, you know, like they want babies. I want babies. You know, we might do this a little bit differently, but mm-hmm. what we want out of this life the is the soul. same. Yeah. So I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm like super stoked for her. So that was very exciting. Yeah. So it was, it's, it was a really good season, but one thing that people like, who are realtors like when they're tweeting about the show they're like that the unreality of realtors going into work in like dressed the way that they're dressed Mm -hmm. and just with a macbook not you know stacks of paper everywhere is they're like is that's just that's not the way that it is (laughs) at all (laughs) that's their for show office right (laughs) like they go into that office and they're like this is where i'm gonna work while the cameras are on today and then i'll go to my real office later (laughs) yeah so it was it's pretty funny but it was really good um i I feel like all of the obsessions that i wrote down on here is, is all basically tv shows but like let's talk about vanderpump rules okay yeah 
So I rewatched the finale today because mm-hmm. I was shook the first time I watch it, watched it. Mm-hmm. And so I had to watch it again to see if it was as bad as I thought it was. Yeah. So they had wrapped up the season. Mm-hmm. It was done. Yes. And then the bombshell dropped. Hold on. Because I only, we need to talk about the what was supposed to be the finale. Okay. Where Rachel looked Ariana dead in the eyes. Yeah. And said, well, you should want to have sex with your boyfriend. Yeah. After this woman had been actively sleeping with him for yes. many, 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 many months. Yes. Okay, go. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I should have watched that episode, too. Because, I mean, it was just kind of jaw-dropping when we found out, like, in March that that this happened. Mm-hmm. And we knew that they were filming while this was happening. Mm-hmm. And to see the behaviors of the people involved mm-hmm. while... It was all going on. Yeah. Schwartz, Sandoval, Raquel, Ariana, and then and to see other people going, you know what? That was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Not knowing quite yet what had happened, what had what was going yeah. on, and so they had been discussing it, and it was anyway. So I watched the finale again today, mm-hmm. and it was just as bad as I remembered. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, the only person or the only, okay, I guess I should say this the other way. Everybody on the show's reactions, their emotions, mm-hmm. their what they're saying feels real mm-hmm. other than Tom Sandoval's. Tom Sandoval's and Schwartz. Yeah. Because the thing that just killed me about Schwartz is, is, and I know that it's edited and it's all this stuff, but everything he was saying was like, but what about me? Yeah. No, well, I, the whole time all yeah. he was saying was, but look, think about how bad this makes me look. Right. This, this makes me look this way. Right. But I, he also, whenever Tom got there and like started crying, he uh-huh. was like, man, that's really messed up. But think about how this is going to affect me. Yes. And like sat down on the ground and he was like, just think about me. And yeah. do you understand that people are boycotting our our restaurant for this because of this? And yeah. like, um, but what about your friend who was a best man in your wedding? Right. Who you have shown no compassion to whatsoever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just wild. Wild. And, and you know, like um, James, DJ James Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um his reaction to it, I felt, was so authentic and so, like, I mean, he was gobsmacked. Mm-hmm. He was hurt. Yeah. Hurt, hurt that this person who he thought was one who of his best pay friends. for his, his engagement party. Right. The whole thing. The whole thing. And looking back on it, and they were showing clips of it and stuff, you were like, Why? Mm-hmm. Why did he do this? Mm-hmm. At the time, we thought it was a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. We Everybody did. We all kind of talked about it and was like, this is a little bit odd that this person is, you know, was like, dude, you should do this. Mm-hmm. And and James was like, I can't afford to do that. And he's like, I'll pay for it. Like, yeah. what? Why? Yeah. We're not that good of friends, you know? So, but it was just, it was so gross to see. And, and like Sandoval just... I mean, his acting skills are terrible, and they just were emphasized mm-hmm. by this whole yeah. thing. My other thing, too, is that 
this like thing where Sandoval is trying to deflect and then he's like, yes. we were never friends. Yes. You don't know me. Yes. Okay, that you're was right. A People do not know. Well, no, he said it to Sheena too. Oh, yes. Oh, during the finale. Yeah. Yes. So mm-hmm. they, you know, she. he's like, he says to Sheena, I'm sorry for what I said when you found out. And then they cut to him and he's like, yeah, well, I told Sheena that we've never been friends. And I guess that's not true. That's like his initial reaction here is when people are like, hey, man, like you're a friend. Yeah. And you backstabbed all of us. He's like, we're not friends. Yeah. We've never been friends. I've known you guys for 15 years and we've never been friends. Yeah. I am absolutely certain that if Jax was on the show and he had reacted that way, Tom Sandoval would have been like, well, I don't know. We've never been friends. Yeah. (laughs) It is. It's so wild. And Sheena talked about it. She was like. You know, even from the jump of the show, which happened, like, because of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives mm-hmm. of yeah. Beverly Hills. Um, and Sheena was the reason why Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. got made. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, nobody liked me yeah. except for Tom Sandoval. He yeah. was the only one who included me. And over the seasons, you see how, like... She's been more friends with the guys in the group than the mm-hmm. girls in the group. She's yeah. always kind of been at odds with the girls in the group. And I I never really totally understood why. I, I've always thought she was just kind of like a little bit of a try hard. And the girls were like, we hate that. And mm-hmm. so we don't want to be friends with you. But yeah. like, anyway, um, yeah, it was really heartbreaking and really sad. But you know whose reaction I loved so much? Mm. Kristen's. I hated that. Did you really? Every moment of that. That was fake. She's fake. Really? Yeah. And I understand that everybody's like, oh my gosh, no, they're friends now. You, that's, that's not a friend. When you make, when you become friends with your ex's ex through mm-hmm. a mutual hate of your ex, mm-hmm. that's not your friend. Mm-hmm. There is a reason that she is no longer on the show mm-hmm. and that she's no longer friends with katie and stassi and Mm -hmm. all of them Mm -hmm. and is just now like coming back into these things she's not a good person she's Mm -hmm. never been a good person Mm -hmm. and now she's like the only reason she came back to the show and to be on this episode was because she now had a reason to talk crap about sandoval in front of everybody yeah same reason that she's doing all these interviews and going no 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 ariana told me i could do this Oh, no, funny. you're going I on not those. Watched any really of her? Interview. Oh yeah, she's gone on like everyone an who has asked. Tour. She's done that like an interview <laughs> tour and <laughs> has been like Tom Sandoval's a horrible person, which is true. Yeah, but you're doing that because you want to do it, not because you're a friend to anybody at all. Okay, so I told I agree with you totally. The thing that I loved that she did was to say to Ariana. Now we have, uh, like, I understand you because Mm -hmm. I was you. Mm -hmm. And she, like, and they showed, you know, like, the similarities of everything that happened. Well, I saw a post, too, the other day that Mm -hmm. said, um, it was, like, a clip of Tom Sandoval back when he was dating Kristen. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, I don't know. It just feels like I'm getting on Kristen's last nerve. Like, she's always annoyed by me. (gasps) And then it showed the clip of him saying that exact thing about About Ariana Ariana. talking to Schwartz. Like, it was literally one picture and one picture, and he had said the exact same words. Oh, that's so creepy. Oh, that's so creepy. And and then I appreciated, too, that she was, like, you know, said to Ariana, because I understand 
what you're going through in this very moment, you know, I want you to know you can talk to me. Um, and she did a little kind of like witchy, which is a we ho, mm-hmm. um, like just a serum, like a burning ceremony that was more about lifting up Ariana than putting down Sandoval. Yeah. And like, that's what I appreciated. But I think that that's the clip that they showed you and not, not the entirety of what happened. Oh, there. I'm totally <laughs> sure that that, that, that is true. Yeah. I, I believe you 100%. And you had a watch party. Yes. <laughs> um, so I realized that I have cable. So I watched, I watched the finale live. <laughs> you didn't know that you had cable. No idea. Thought the only thing that could play on there was like, sports <laughs> i didn't know it had other stuff anyway, i love it okay. that's the point uh so i was like hmm, i wonder if i could watch vanderpump rules because i want to watch this and so i got on the tv and i typed it in and i was like hell yeah brother roll tide we can watch it <laughs> so we i watched that and then i kept that to myself for an entire 24 hours while i waited for ivy to watch the show and then I we live tweet texted each other the entire time. That's awesome. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. There's not really that much of a difference between the one that was on the TV and the one that was on Peacock. Oh yeah, the extended um, version. There was it's not no really exten- that much extended. The, the extended part was when Tom and Ariana are having their initial argument on the t- on on screen, mm-hmm. where she's saying where she says. Um, I don't care about your friendship. It's not Mm -hmm. a real friendship. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's like a portion in there where Tom says he does say sorry to her and then that's it. And then it like keeps going. So that's really the only thing that was like extended. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, But so then on Wednesday this week, Ivy came over to my house. Yeah. So we could watch the reunion live Mm -hmm. and we made uh tequila katie sunrises sans the tequila except for nick got the tequila yeah um and then this one was we were gonna make you i am the deviled eggs Uh but we couldn't we didn't have enough time to make them Uh um so instead we just made these like oreo dipped waffles that were amazing they were so good very but, cool. So you dip the Oreos in waffle batter and put it in your little in the mini, mini waffle in your mini maker. And you just make these like little waffle bites. That's so cool. They were, <laughs> it was it was very good. So um, it was fun. And then we're going to do that again this week, but we're going to do different snacks this time. That's awesome. Um, this week we are doing uh, your dirt and worms with mustache with a mustache. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you should do the. Um. No Way Rosé. Yes. Yeah. So I think you can find it at like um, Specs or something. Yeah. Because that would be funny and cute. Yeah. We've been doing watch parties. It's just me and Ivy. And Nick watches it with us. Oh, my gosh. He won't tell you that he does. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Even he looked at Ivy and he was like, I have no idea what's going on. I said, he's watched every single episode of me. (laughs) He cannot act like he doesn't know what's going on. He's been there. Ride or die from the beginning. Yeah. And the reunion, part one of the reunion was so good. It was so good and so fascinating. And dude, when James Kennedy started booing Sandoval, I was like, this is the best night of my life. My favorite part was when <laughs> he started crying and they were like, you're not the victim. He was like, I get it. I'm not a victim. And it was, it was amazing too, because he starts with these, they, 
obviously fake Fake tears tears. obviously fake that was not real emotion in there and as soon as they started calling him on his bullshit tears Tears gone gone. (laughs) yeah i get it i'm not a victim and stops crying it's like oh but you wanted people to say you are the victim there right right because you could have said what what he was hoping to convey was that he was thankful that people were there for ariana Mm -hmm. during this whole thing and he he was very happy about and he could have said that with sincerity mm-hmm. without the crocodile yeah. tears and i don't know if he just thought that maybe crying about it would make it seem more real yeah but it uh absolutely went over like a lead balloon yeah and <laughs> rachel's reactions in the tin can that they had her in uh-huh. she's so fake it was really weird wasn't mm-hmm. it it yeah. was so bizarre i was like this is She's Odd. very smug about what happened. Yeah. If I'm being honest. She, yeah. She's very smug about the fact that she slept with this man mm-hmm. who was in a relationship for nearly 10 years. And it was so weird because like when they were like, do you like, why did this happen? And she was all, cause I wanted to know what it felt like to have sex with somebody that I was in love with. You're, and I was like, you're still in a relationship is the thing. Right. I was like, and then she was all, I've been in love with him as a friend for years and i was all okay but that's not what she just said you weirdo and so i don't know her whole yeah her reaction was weird i just don't understand how you could be in love with someone and quote unquote you guys can't see me doing it but my Mm -hmm. mom can um and and be actively sleeping with this man but also looking his girlfriend dead in the eyes and going on these camping trips and saying, you're my absolute best friend, so I would ride or die for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ride or die? And like Tom Schwartz, it seems like, tried to call her out for it. Oh, yeah. At the when glamping they were at trip. that glamping trip. Mm-hmm. But then also then just like brush it off mm-hmm. instead of being like, hey, by the way. Yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah. Like, I'm joking, but I'm not joking. Yeah. He had known at that point he should have said something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um that glamping trip. So gross. You may you may or may not remember, but Kuyama is right by where we grew up. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like it, there was Kuyama and New Kuyama. Yeah. And and I was like, I know that place. <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah, it took them about three hours together. Yeah, that sounds all about right. But I was like, Yeah, that's my hometown. Almost. Yeah. Um but yeah, the whole thing was gross and and it's so it really was a weird thing to see their behaviors knowing what we knew and mm-hmm. knowing the timeline that we knew mm-hmm. and and when the the recordings and stuff were going on and yeah. and I know that um they kind of I, not re-edited but they took the footage that they had and mm-hmm. edited it differently mm-hmm. with what we knew. Yeah. Than they probably would have. Yeah. But, um, and it was interesting too, because, uh, like Schwartz said, he was like, they had like an unspoken agreement that they weren't going to make each other look bad ever on camera. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, and then they kind of flashed back to Jack's asking, you know, like, what's going on? Like, something weird is happening with your relationship years ago. Like, 2019, mm-hmm. I think, is the date that they had on the screen. Mm-hmm. And it was all, like, covered up. And then they show the interview with Jax. And he's like, something something is weird is yeah. happening here. You know? And, 
the one thing that Sandoval did own up to was that this was not the first time. Mm -hmm. But Ivy and I have a speculation that that was the first time Lisa heard that he had been cheating on her in multiple times. Because at first, Lisa was trying to say, like, you know, it was one time. And then Ariana was like, no, it was not. And she was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, we need to talk about that more. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like everybody was trying to, like, just keep that information away. Mm -hmm. And I also think that Lisa said, you know, if this is going to affect my business and then my, in turn, my friendship with you, I just need to know that right now. Like, she was ready to be like, all right, Tom, I'm buying out Tom, Tom. We're done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. The, The whole thing was wild. And I'm very excited for the next episode of the reunion it's a three-part Rachel comes out yeah three-part series um and it 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 is interesting and and it's funny do you have a snake in your ear I do one of them is for you I put them both in my ear so that I would remember to give you one it's very cute (laughs) do you still have a second piercing Mm -hmm. okay yeah um yeah sorry it's okay I got it down (laughs) in big bend um so uh the one Oh shoot! I totally lost my train of thought. It's okay. It's all right. I, I but I am excited for the the next two parts. Two parts. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And then the only other thing: Have you started watching uh, the new season of Queer Eye? Mm-mm. Oh man, do you watch Queer Eye? No. Okay. It is so good, and I didn't really watch it until I went up to visit Aunt Nancy when I was helping take care of her after surgery, mm-hmm. and that was she was like, "Oh my gosh, I love like the new Queer Eye because it it did come out like in the '90s or whatever," mm-hmm. um, and I and I loved it then. Um, and Ted, the mm-hmm. guy who does um, Chopped, mm-hmm. he was the kitchen person. That's cute. Yeah. Um, so there were. Anyways, I was I hadn't watched the new one, and and Aunt Nancy was like, "Oh, you're gonna love it." Jonathan Van Ness, he's so great. Bobby's so great. They're all so great. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've watched, <clears throat> excuse me, every season. They've all been really good, and I basically cry through every episode yeah. because they're so like wholesome and sincere, and they really um do want to help people. Like Kwame is the the one who they say culture, but he really kind of helps people through their trauma, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. So one of them, this, and I'm only two or three episodes in, but one of them is a girl that's in New Orleans this time, and she they did a whole fraternity, which mm-hmm. was so cute, mm-hmm. um, and it was they said something that just totally hit the nail on the head and it's something that you totally like embody and live and you say um but they were like if you cared about this house you would take care of the house mm-hmm. and and when you don't take care of it when you don't do the dishes when you've got garbage everywhere when your beds are like this when your laundry is like this when you're you know it shows that you do not care about your living situation and stuff. And it, I mean, it was really cool, but this one girl, uh, he really helped her with, um, internalized, um, like homophobia. Mm-hmm. And what is that is, is when, um, you are gay and, but everybody outside of you, 
Like you're doing everything that you can to make sure that they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have pictures of you and your partner up in your house because you don't want your dad to have to answer questions about that. Mm -hmm. When you're out in public, you're not holding her hand because you don't want other people to feel uncomfortable about the relationship that you're in. Mm -hmm. And man, they had some major breakthroughs. And at the end of it, she uh, uh, proposed to her partner in front of her friends and family, which she was like, I don't know that I can, I don't know that I can ever do that because of, you know, and Jonathan, somebody was like, you know, do you love yourself as much as your partner loves you? And she was like, so he gave her these little affirmation cards. Oh, I shook my head. She said, no. (laughs) So he gave her these little affirmation cards. He's all, this isn't going to be easy, Mm -hmm. but you just pull a card each day and you say it to yourself in the mirror, like three times. And one of them, the first one she pulled said, I accept myself fully as the person that I am. Yeah. And she like stumbled. Like she really couldn't say it. She started to cry and she looked at him. She was like, I don't think I can say this. And he was like, you don't even have to believe it right now. Just say it to yourself in the mirror. And I was like, (laughs) I just ball through every episode. Yeah. It's so good. So if you can, you should watch it. Okay. (laughs) What's next on our list? You want to talk about our trips? Yeah. You go first. Um, We went to Colorado for Brian's Dirty 30. Mm Mm-hmm. It was very relaxing. That's it was okay. very relaxing. How long were we, we all there? We were there from, so I was there from Thursday to Monday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, got trapped there because Dallas Fort Worth Airport apparently had a, had a storm and we couldn't leave. Um, regardless, we went up there on Thursday. So we all landed in Denver and then we drove out to the house. Where was the house? Um, in Breckenridge, Colorado. Oh, okay. So we were like right up where, there where the results, the resorts were and all that stuff. So that's up a mountain. Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah. We had to go up a mountain every time to get to the house. And then you have to come back down to go to like the town or to go oh, wow. like, out and things like that. Okay. So kind of like like Fredericksburg or something like that where there's like the main street where there are all the shops Mm -hmm. so you come down the street uh where we were staying and then you would just go like straight through the light and that was like the town center Mm -hmm. there was like a grocery store and like other things but they were all like small local stores cool and um I guess we were at the tail end of the winter season so it was like season ending sales and things like that uh-huh. so we you know we tried a different coffee shop every day um oh that's awesome yeah it was really fun did y'all get the same drink at each coffee shop to see which one you liked best no no just whichever one they had <laughs> it was good that's so um i think the first one that we went to i think i got something just like plain oh no i got a uh what are those things called a chocolate turtle and so it was like caramel mm-hmm. and, and pecan maybe mm-hmm. flavor. Yeah. Nice. A little bit of and a little bit of chocolate, a little mm-hmm. bit of mocha. Mm-hmm. Um but then I got this lemon poppy seed scone. Yeah. I did try one of those from every single place we went to. <laughs> the first place we went to, I liked those ones the best. That's awesome. So um I got one of those and then I was finished eating it and I was like, Man, I could really go for another one and then my husband walked in because he came separately from us and I said, Um they had some lemon poppy seed scones up there that looked really good. Can I have one? And Nick was like, yeah, sure. And Jesse was like, she hasn't had one yet. She should be allowed to have one. <laughs> Immediately backing me up. She was like, she just wants to try it for the first time. <laughs> 
so it was it was fun and then we would go and we'd just like walk through the town and there was um there was a little candle place like that candle you have right there uh-huh. that it has the design on the outside of it and then once you light it you can see it yeah um so we got to go see that guy make the candles and cool um i got one of your presents there um so it was some cool stuff um it was like a, a nice little town and then we just like literally just hung out at the house every single day there was like cool. a fire pit in the backyard and a hot tub yeah which unfortunately did have an allergic reaction to but that's fine um, how's that going better much better cool almost gone cool um and then everybody you know we just like we just hung out for for six days and we didn't really do much we would go out to eat and then we'd go back to the house and then we would go out to eat and then we would go back to the house did you guys cook it all at the house um yeah so we made uh for brian's birthday Mm -hmm. we made a um i made cinnamon rolls that morning Mm -hmm. um tori taught me this new way to make cinnamon rolls it's you put them in like a tin or like a like a baking like a cake pan yeah like one of those <laughs> you were um, showing round so i was, I was thinking trying to do pan. a square oh. um and then you put heavy whipping cream like just on the bottom like just enough to cover like the bottoms of the so you, cinnamon rolls so you put the rolls in the pan then mm-hmm. you pour heavy, cream heavy whipping cream over, over it just okay. enough to cover just like just the bottoms of them okay not very much at all and then you mix up butter brown sugar cinnamon and you like melt it and you mix it all together mm-hmm. and you pour it on top and then you bake them like that instead. And it just makes them like huge and ooey and gooey. Oh, and wow. Because does it suck up the mm-hmm. cream and yeah. the butter and the cinnamon and mm-hmm. the sugar? And then um, you just you still put the like drizzle on top, mm-hmm. whichever one you get. I always get the cream cheese ones, but you just put that on top. And so we did that. And then Ivy made fruit salad yummy yummy (laughs) that's why it was all yummy yummy (laughs) um every morning which by the way the strawberries and the blackberries in colorado were just perfection perfection sweet we ate like three things of blackberries while we were there nice like the big ones too not just like the small ones very cool um so it was, it was a lot of fun, and there was 15 of us in the house. Oh, wow. So. Wow. It's good. It was a lot of fun. Were you all prepared for the snow? No. <laughs> so I kept saying, you guys, the forecast keeps saying that it's snowing, but then it would, like, change, and it would just be sunny. And then I would look, and I was like, no, it's going to snow. And so then it was supposed to snow the day before, and it did. Um But then when we landed, it was raining, and by the time that we got up to the mountain... It was snowing. It was snow, yeah. Um, did you bring cold weather clothes? Uh, I did. You did? No, okay. no one else did, apparently. <laughs> I was the only one who was like, let me check the forecast literally every single day until I got the entire time that we were going to be there forecast. Right. Um, and then there was one day that we were down in the town and we're all just like, that's snow. And it had just like started snowing on us. <laughs> and so we like, and, like, of course, the temperature dropped and everything. So everybody like took off home because we Nick had brought his snow jacket with us and I had worn it one day. And then I was like, no, I'm like, I'm too warm. And then the next day I was like, I should have had that snow jacket. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I, I saw photos mm-hmm. from everyone mm-hmm. um, and it looked like it was a whole lot of fun and ivy was telling me about some of the conversations that you guys would fall into Mm -hmm. and i was like that is so like wonderful i love that you guys are so close and that your friend 
group, mm-hmm. which very much includes your includes your cousins yeah. um, from multiple yeah. brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they, you guys feel that safe with each other, mm-hmm. that you feel that respected by each other, yeah. and it's just, I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. And I was really just, I loved hearing about about it and I knew I would hear different perspectives I knew that your stories about you know it's just like what was that it was maybe the trip to Universal I heard your story I heard Ivy's story I heard Brian's story and they were all very different (laughs) so that's cool did she tell you about on Brian's birthday he got a cramp so he didn't he didn't hang out with us that evening no but we were all outside like making s'mores and just like hanging out Mm -hmm. and i was you know there was kind of like a lull in the conversation and i was like you know what it's brian's birthday brian's windows were open Uh uh-huh and i was like let's go around and say all the like our favorite memory with brian oh sweet and so that was fun especially because like phil and zach were there phil's with brian since he was like 13 years old like forever yeah and you know and so it's and then you know, there was Jessica who just met Brian. So it's like from really young age to now yeah. of memories of Brian. Mm-hmm. And Courtney said well, her favorite memory was when he, he said she was tacky and he hated her. And she was like, but now it's great. I'm tacky bug. <laughs> That's from School of Rock. In case you haven't yeah. seen that movie yeah. and you don't know tacky that. And I hate you. That is so funny. That's so cute. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was good to just like, just get to hang out. And, and, you know, uh, Nick was like, we've made it to Tuesday and you guys have not fought one time. And then he was like, I wonder if it's because you, you know, there was no schedule. There was no yeah. rush. There was no, no, no expectation. There was, you could go do that thing or you could not go do that thing. You could stay at the house. You could go with everybody. You could go see a friend if you had a friend in Colorado or, you know, whatever you wanted to do. So it just kind of was like a really, just a hangout. And yeah. there was no, let's get up and go. Like, I mean, Brian and Tears were usually first up, but because of Noodle. Mm-hmm. But then like, you know, it wasn't like, oh, we all have to be up at nine o'clock so that we can head down to the coffee shop. And like one day, uh, I think it was the first day, Jesse, Jessica and I all went down to the town and we went to the coffee shop and then we were just like, this is where we are. And everybody met us there. Like cool. mm-hmm. we, we weren't like, Oh, none of you are ready. We're leaving. And then, you know, yeah. we just hung out. We just like, we're sitting there talking to each other. There was a fire. We were just hanging out talking about like what else we wanted to do for the day. And then everybody showed up and we hung out with, they had like, would you rather, or uh, who, who would do, I don't know. It was some game. Most likely to mm-hmm. so we love that game. Just like pulling the cards love out, that going game. around the circle. Yes. It, I think it was so much fun. Just like, That's, just hanging out, you know, and that is one of the things that, Brian, because I was like, what was your favorite part of the trip? Mm-hmm. And he said that the one thing I wanted was for everybody to just do whatever they wanted mm-hmm. and um, not expect like me, like don't hold yourself back for me. Mm-hmm. Don't plan things around me. It, it was very much like you said, and he said he was so happy that everybody listened to mm-hmm. him yep. and that they that they did that. It was very much, if you want to stay up at the cabin, you can. If you want to yeah. go down into the town, you can. If you want to go visit your friend, you can. You know, ask me if I want to, and I can tell you yes or no, I want to mm-hmm. do that. And and But he was so 
pleased that everybody did that and i'm yeah. so happy to hear it was so relaxing yeah. there was for everyone that one so good yeah there was one point where he was getting a little bit grumpy and i was Uh-oh. like um i've got this ramen do you want me to make it for you and he was like <laughs> yeah that would be nice and then after he like ate it he came inside and he was like that was that was very helpful thank you so much <laughs> you're welcome hangry yeah That's but tell funny. me about your trip you were gone at the same time yep i left the Tuesday before you did, and I got back the Sunday before you did. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to Big Bend with my friends. I went with Matt and Mandy and Dustin, Dustin's cousin Jeremy, our friend Andrew from the Fort Worth Roots podcast, and our friend Jim Valley. Mm-hmm. He was um, almost like a last-minute add-on just because I ran into him at um, the Cicada and he was like, you know, I would love to be able to hang out with y'all more. And I was like, well, we're going to Big Bend if you want to go. And he was like, I actually do want to go. It's been 20 years since I've been there and I can take the time off and go with y'all. Mm-hmm. And so it was really nice because he, um, his son is in his late 20s now. But um, when he was a Boy Scout, um Jim was very involved with the troop and he would go on all of those Mm -hmm. trips with them. And he typically ended up being the cook. Yeah. And so we were planning our cooking and it was really hard to do because, you know, like you have to get with everybody, you have to coordinate, you have to make Mm -hmm. a menu, you have to decide who's buying Mm -hmm. what and when. Yeah. And when Jim kind of added on, he was like, Hey, um, if you guys don't mind, if I'm not, not like stepping on any toes, he was like, I know how to do this. I've got the equipment, like a little basic outdoor kitchen. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he's like, I've got a percolator. I can make us coffee every morning and, you know, breakfast and this and that. And so everybody sent him money Mm -hmm. and he went and did all the shopping and brought all the, the food other than, um, the meat, Jeremy, um, is part owner of a barbecue joint in Austin called Rolling Smoke. Mm-hmm. And it's in the Texas Top 50 barbecue. I've been to that one. Mate, they've got really, really good food. So he brought brisket, ribs, a smoked turkey, which we didn't even get into. <laughs> is, he like, is it like Maine, Austin area? Yeah, or uh-huh. is it like more of that Dripping Springs, Austin area? No, it was okay. it was Maine-ish. And, and they, did, that one then. they did move yeah. from... Like right on Sixth Street, across the street from Hotel Vegas, mm-hmm. to a, a, a an outer ish area. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know when that move happened or anything. So maybe I did because when yeah. I took Brian to uh, to Spring Springs for his birthday, uh, approximately four years ago, I think mm-hmm. was when the memory popped up just now. Um, we we went to a barbecue place and mm-hmm. i think that was it and it awesome. was really good food if that was his it is really yeah, good it was food. so good so he brought the meat mm-hmm. and then like every meal i mean so the first night so we we got there tuesday we rolled out of here at like five in the morning mm-hmm. yeah and um the night before i took buddy to your house mm-hmm. and um got to hang out with you guys for a minute mm-hmm. and then it was really weird because i i was getting ready to go to bed mm-hmm. and buddy wasn't buddy there. wasn't there yep. and it was so bizarre and i was like i hate this yep. and then <laughs> and then like 
even in the night, like I know part of it was like I was excited to be going to Big Bend, but I also I couldn't sleep because Buddy wasn't right there next to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I don't I don't like this. But um, this would not have been a good trip for him to go on. Um, so we drove down there and just before you enter the park, cause it's, it is like if, you know, door to door, it's about eight and a half hours, mm-hmm. but then you stop for gas, you stop for snacks, you stop for lunch. We stopped mm-hmm. somewhere to meet up with Jeremy cause he was coming from Austin mm-hmm. and we were all coming from here. Um, and that was where we had lunch and stuff, but, um, so we, just before you enter the park, there's a road that goes to an old DuPont factory that um, did fluorite, fluorite, fluoride, mm-hmm. fluorite or fluoride. I don't know which one, but they would mine it in Mexico mm-hmm. ac- across the river and then they would bring it across the bridge where the, the factory was and it was a little town like you know, there was a grocery store and homes and, you know, all of this stuff and they would process it and then send it on. Mm -hmm. So it was all abandoned. The, the factory closed down, the bridge got closed Mm -hmm. and, but across the bridge, just out in the desert, there, there, nothing else around it anymore. The remnants of an old church. Wow. And it was, amazing yeah so everybody got out of the cars dustin was you know used his telephoto lens to like get some amazing shots of this church and it was so so cool and then everybody you know got back into the cars and that was like kind of our first taste of like how hot it was and stuff and we 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 went in and um we called to make sure that they had ice for sale within Mm -hmm. the park because Jim was like, last time I went, they didn't have ice, you know, the big ice machines where Mm -hmm. bags of ice are. Yeah. Um, and he was like, so we have to be like really careful about like what we're doing and what we're bringing and all this stuff. So anyways, we, we got, we, we had two campsites because our group was seven. It was originally going to be 11. Mm -hmm. Um, and people, nope, it was originally going to be 12, and then people couldn't go. Mm-hmm. And so there were seven of us. So we went to our campsite, and it was just right for all of us. Everybody got t- to set up their tents. Um, and we had all of these, like, um, the pop-up pavilions, you mm-hmm. know, that you use, like, at farmer's markets or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so we had four of those and we zip tied those all together. And that was like our shade area. It was the camp kitchen and stuff. And then across the road and down in a ditch, we put, we brought little porta potties <laughs> <That's cute. laughs> because, you know, like we were r- remote. It was maybe four miles to the main road, mm-hmm. but it took about a half hour to get there because yeah. of the way that the roads were yeah. and, and stuff. So, um, it was amazing. We set up camp. We had our first dinner. It was, of course, delicious because you're outside and you're just... And then we sat down and this storm was brewing. Mm-hmm. And we see this really weird like UFO-looking cloud. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to tell like how far away that is. And so we knew we were outside of the storm and stuff, but like 
as it got to be nighttime and the stars were coming out, the clouds were out a little bit and stuff. But it was just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. The weather was perfect to just kind of sit outside and, you know, you're in your camp chairs and you kind of lean back and you're looking at the stars and everybody's talking. But um, we couldn't have a campfire. Mm -hmm. So um, we just sat around this little in the little circle and and talked and had fun and we podcasted a little bit and um just and then like the next day just exploring the park and doing the same thing um but wednesday night again we we're on the back side of a storm mm-hmm. and my tent is an easy up coleman tent it's everything is together all of the time mm-hmm. you just you you fold it out you pop up the legs and um the only problem with that is that we were on the back side of this storm mm-hmm. <laughs> and um it uh like <clears throat> where we were was where the wind was whipping up the storm mm-hmm. so we were in this valley and so going to bed it was nice but then this wind started blowing and I was like, it woke me up at one point and I was like, oh my gosh. Like I looked out the thing and I was like, two of those like pavilions are just gone. Oh. And I was like, holy crap. And then my tent legs twisted. And so it was coming in on me. Oh gosh. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what do I do? And then, um. I like look out the thing again. All of the pavilions were gone. (laughs) And a table had fallen over. And I was like, holy crap. And so I was like, do I get out of my tent? If I get out of my tent, is the whole thing going to blow away because of this wind? But I feel like I need to get up and get out and start helping everybody try to clean up things. Mm -hmm. And so Dustin and Jeremy, I think, walked and they were looking to see if they could even find or see where any of the pavilions had blown off to. Mm-hmm. Couldn't, couldn't find them. Couldn't yeah. see them. Um, Jim's cleaning up. Like, everything had fallen all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so crazy. So we're all cleaning up the kitchen stuff. The, the things that didn't blow over, all of our camp chairs. Uh, and <laughs> Dustin had set up his cameras to do night just to shoot the stars all night long. Yeah. Those didn't fall Just over. fine. Oh, and I was like, cause I mean, thank goodness. But. Right. Because that was like, he was like, Oh my God, my cameras. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, your cameras. All of us are like scrambling around. The one person that didn't get up, Andrew <laughs> slept right through, through, it. through everything. He was like, I woke up. I heard you all moving around at Mandy's, um, or Jeremy's somebody's, car alarm was going off mm-hmm. and he's like I, I heard that i heard you all moving around i kind of looked and was like okay i should i should get up and like go help them and and he was like but no i just fell right back <laughs> asleep it's a very nick thing to do <laughs> so we get things as cleaned up as we possibly can mm-hmm. and we're like there's really nothing more that we can do until it's light outside it was like three o'clock in the morning yeah when this all happened maybe four o'clock yeah so, but every time the wind would pick up again, it was like a trauma response for I, I probably all of us. We yeah. all were just freak freaked out. It was, it was so bad. So then the sun comes up 
and you know people are finally kind of able to sleep because the wind has died down Mm -hmm. so we all sleep probably wake up around 8 30 or so and Mm -hmm. Jim gets up and he sets back up the camp stove. He's making people coffee. He asks if anybody wants any food and stuff. And he's like, here's the one thing I'm doing is I'm sticking with you guys today. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he went off the day before like by himself. Um, so this was like Thursday day. And um, so we got up and what Andrew had done was that since he had slept through it all, he got up early. He's like, I found all four pavilions. Oh, good. He's all, one of them is salvageable. Oh, no. So we set it back up because we were sitting around and we were like, if we don't have shade, we can't stay. It, yeah. It's too hot. Yeah. And so um, we we put it back up and then he had dragged all of the ones that he found up to the road Mm -hmm. to the road into our campsite Mm -hmm. and so then everybody worked together to kind of break those down put them in bags and jim was like put them in my car i'll go drop them off at the recycling center when Mm -hmm. i get back into fort worth and um we got everything cleaned up we got everything set up everybody was happy and healthy and ready to go on their day so we went to visit um, Big Bend, there's a hot spring mm-hmm. and it used to be a little, um, like a little resort mm-hmm. right there. And the road to the resort was spectacular. It was so pretty. Mm-hmm. And then we went and, and in where those hot springs are and where the resort was, there are petroglyphs on the walls and it's some of the earliest known cave paintings like in that in texas mm-hmm. and um so that was really cool and then you take a little path and you go down to the hot springs and then where the hot springs and the river meet it's like that perfect mix of water mm-hmm. and they weren't sulfur hot springs so it didn't stink like it does in avila mm-hmm. um so it was just it was awesome and then we took the river road we went and visited this mine and then as we were leaving the mine we we're like okay we can take this thing called the black gap trail mm-hmm. uh back or we can go back down the river road and up the road to our campsite and they decided to take this black gap trail and it is one of those trails that is um like if you do this thing mm-hmm. you submit something to like for the there were two forerunners and two jeeps to the forerunner people or to the jeep people and you get like a badge it's called a badge of honor, but you get a badge that you put on your car mm-hmm. that shows that you successfully did the Black Gap Trail. And there were, I mean, it was terrifying. <laughs> like yeah. when it when we were done, I felt sick to my stomach because I was just holding myself so tight the whole time because it was scary. Mm-hmm. And um, at one point we were driving and we noticed that there was nobody behind us. <laughs> and we were like, uh what's going on here? And so we drove back and Jim had blown a tire uh, on some of the rocks and stuff. And so everybody was out and they were helping him and, and doing all this stuff. So we eventually make our, make our way back to camp, have another great night. And then Friday morning, uh, we got up and we drove, we went to big bend state park Mm -hmm. and made our way up to Marfa. But, while we were doing that, the road 
it's called I think it's Highway like State Highway 170. Mm-hmm. Um, and they the, everybody says it's the prettiest highway in Texas, and it was just gorgeous. You go up over a mountain pass, mm-hmm. and uh, you're down. You know, you look down, and the river is there. And it, it's funny because we kept saying to ourselves, like, this part of Texas is so beautiful, and like Mandy and Matt were the whole time going like this is texas like why haven't we ever been out here like we've lived here our whole lives and this is so gorgeous and stuff and you just look across the river and that's mexico yeah and like we went to santa elena canyon and there were times where we crossed the river and like came back and stuff and um sorry nick needs my insurance card oh okay so did you send it to him i'm trying to find it okay i think do we need to pause uh, no, you keep talking. Okay. You guys saw Mexico. So we, and then, so we made our way up to Presidio and there's a border crossing in Presidio. Um, and then we made our way to Marfa to stay at El Cosmico for two nights. And the first night, uh, we had, um, what do you call it? Like, um, like, um, hold on. I might need your help. I'm sorry. That's okay. Do you need me to send it to you? Uh, didn't you just send it to I us? feel like I did. Just from Susan, right? It would have been from my email from, from Susie72. No, I think it would have oh, been my one. Gmail. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. It's okay. It so we stayed in safari tents and um, a teepee. But mm-hmm. you know a teepee is open at the top. Yeah. And so it was storming so bad. Um, I was like, uh, can, can I stay someplace else tonight? Yeah. And so got put into a trailer, an old Airstream yeah. that was refurbished. And let me tell you that the beds, I don't know what beds they are, but they are so comfy. <laughs> I slept like a baby and it was so great. And the next day we, we got up, we went, all around Marfa, you know, there was a movie, a James Dean movie, um, and Elizabeth Taylor. It's called The Giant. Mm-hmm. Um, that was shot just outside of Marfa. So we drove out there and then Matt and Mandy had to leave. And so Andrew was like, I really want to go like back to the back to El Cosmico for a little bit and just mm-hmm. kind of chill out and you guys go and because that's someone take pictures of all sorts of stuff and we were like okay cool mm-hmm. so when we get back from that Andrew had spent hours I mean we weren't gone for that long maybe two and a half hours but he had spent that entire time mapping out what it would take for us to create El Cosmico mm-hmm. like someplace up here <laughs> what the initial investment would be mm-hmm. we, like I mean he researched the safari tents he researched the teepees he researched concrete he researched how much it would be to get water and electricity and sewage and how much it would be for the open air showers first time i've taken a shower outside yeah and like everybody was asking me they're like you grew up at the beach there's showers at the beach and i was like wear your swimsuit i was like not only do you wear your swimsuit but you're just basically rinsing off the sand yeah yeah that's all you're doing that's not like a shower the people who take a shower at the beach at the outdoor showers are the homeless yeah (laughs) not people who are just going to the beach and so i was like this is so cool like that that it was such a great experience and 
So we all, you know, like everybody, we all sat around every night. We talked all the time. Jim and Jeremy had to go back on Friday while we were making our way up to Marfa. But it was just so much fun. And yeah. and everybody that was on this trip, especially like that first night sitting out there and talking and stuff, they were like, this is like one of those like kind of life-defining moments yeah. that that you're never going to forget that experience in that moment of time with those people in that place and it was just it was awesome it was so much fun we it was it was so great and then i came back to work to just complete chaos same we don't have to talk about that though do you, so one of my closest co-workers uh got a promotion he's now an account manager justin yeah and um, so at the time that they were discussing this all possibly happening, mm-hmm. like like there were some changes to the account management team and some of the account managers became sales, like internal sales people that work directly with um, these accounts in particular that that I my communication solutions division. Yeah. Um, and uh. So they were talking about the fact that an account management position might come up. And if it did and Justin applied, like they were kind of grooming the position for him. Mm -hmm. And they were like, do you think that you'll need to backfill his position on the team? And at the time, my boss was like, no. And then all hell has broken loose since then. And it really does need to be backfilled. Mm -hmm. But since they weren't prepared to do that, he's dividing up all of his People, I got Baylor and St. Peter's, mm-hmm. and um, Stacy got Christiana Care and something else. He only had four accounts because they're mm-hmm. so big. Yeah. But I was looking at Baylor the other day. I like I have health systems that are that have twelve or thirteen hospitals. When I'm thinking of is Piedmont in Atlanta mm-hmm. or in Georgia, this. Baylor has, it's like 75. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh. There are two Baylors in the vicinity of Fort Worth Fertility that we work with. Yeah. It's just wild. So, I mean, and it's everywhere from Round Rock to Grapevine to Plano mm-hmm. to like, I mean, it is all up and down the I-35 corridor yeah. of Texas. And I'm a little bit intimidated and worried Mm -hmm. (laughs) because my accounts already keep me busy and so the only the there was one person on our team who didn't get anything because she had a new implementation of a client that had in quicker Mm -hmm. which is a solution that we offer um and that it's called common spirit and it is across the country Mm -hmm. um and at first, it was just going to be a very simple marketing services comsol implementation of just some services and some classes, yeah. and it b- blew up. But, like that's all we've been working on, all of us. Like since I got back from the trip, yeah, I've been helping Kim with Common Spirits for half of the day, and yeah. then working on my own clients for half of the day, <laughs> and and that's not going to change over the next. They they actually go live at the end of June. Yeah, like so that's not going to change until they go live right. because it is so much information that we have to put into the database for the advocates and for online class reg and all that kind of stuff. 
So, who so, uh, we? Um, before we move on past mm-hmm. our trips, I wanted to show you. Uh, I understand that the radio can't see it, but you can. Um, we all got yes! permanent jewelry in I Colorado. Love it. So Courtney's looks like mine. Uh huh. In that, instead of where the loops are in mine and the solid pieces, hers are reversed. Oh, okay. So the solid pieces are where are the short. loops are, mm-hmm. and then the her like the longer it's an oval they're like little chain links oh it's little chain links Mm -hmm. cute ivy and tirza Mm -hmm. both got these like their little hearts so perfect we all got those and then my green and black one is from mexico sweet a little vendor was selling them and ruthie bought them for me and ivy oh my gosh how cute yeah now the permanent jewelry we were talking about it before y'all left and for some reason when ivy first brought up permanent jewelry you thought it was the dermals. I thought it was dermals. Mm-hmm. And I was like shocked <laughs> that I would want to get And she was like, why are you looking at me so weird? And yeah. I was like, and then I finally understood that it's just a piece of jewelry that mm-hmm. you don't take off. Yeah. So what it, what it is, and we've seen a couple of them now. Mm-hmm. Is, so you walk in or you, you go to a place or uh, the first time we saw it was at a booth. Mm-hmm. Um, and you pick your strand of jewelry the mm-hmm. chain however you want it to be mm-hmm. um and then they measure it out to your wrist mm-hmm. and how your wrist would be like if you sw- if you were swollen and things like that um and then they just put a little link on it and they permanently close that link yeah so it could still come off right it's not like it's forever mm-hmm. but um it it is like there's no class on, on it it, it yeah. just stays on that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I really like it. I um, took Buddy for a walk last Sunday, and there was a pop-up market because mm-hmm. um, I took him over to Magnolia, and we just walked up and down. Um, and uh, there was a pop-up market, a Wandering Roots market, mm-hmm. and there was a permanent jewelry yeah. booth. It's becoming very popular. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, they all just did that. I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. Actually, we're all just like, oh, should we go back and get anklets now? Yeah. And I'll just get matching anklets. So I think we are going to do that for whatever the next trip is. That is so cool. So the only other stuff, too, um, just this this weekend, um, my good friend from the Jerry Jonestown Massacre podcast, Matt Stubbs, got married Mm -hmm. to his two-year girlfriend, Mandy Pegues. Oh my gosh, I love her so much. Yeah. And she and I are uh, birthday twins. Mm-hmm. And Stubbs' birthday is like right right there with us, just not on our same birthday. Mm-hmm. But um, it was really fun. So Friday, I was able to leave work a little bit early to go down to the courthouse mm-hmm. to get to watch them get married. And, um, and then we all went out for dinner to... Um, to the double eagle steakhouse what's it called why am i forgetting I the name del of frisco's no oh, yeah del frisco's okay that's what it's called double <laughs> del frisco's like double eagle steakhouse i don't and it was amazing i love del frisco it was so good i got a cute little lobster tail last time we were there nice yeah so it, it was delicious we i've got a little bit still in my fridge i'll probably eat after we do this but um that was where i realized that i like creme brulee 
nice i had never known that about myself before but exclary got one and then she was like do you want to share it and i was like yes i do <laughs> and then i was like wait a second this is very good you know who makes a delicious creme brulee mm. your uncle philip i'll have to ask him about that today when i see him yeah so it i mean it's so so good uh so it was really fun. So we, we, we did that. We went to Del Frisco's last night was, um, that like the reception mm-hmm. and it was a backyard barbecue at Mandy's sister's house. And it was just, it was fun mm-hmm. to see everybody and catch up and, and do all that stuff. And Matt Thomas was there. The Lords were there. Of course, Jeremy and his daughter were there and it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was a really, really good time. And, um, me and Jeremy and his daughter left there and mm-hmm. went to Tulips nice. to go see the Go Go Rillas and Me Motor Scooter. Yeah. I love the Go Go Rillas. I was telling yeah. Abby about that. And she was like, I've never seen them. I said, Yeah, they wear these like little monkey hats. Uh huh. And then the whole, they wear the face mask yeah. and everything. And then their dancers are dressed in yellow so that they're bananas. <laughs> The gal realists. Yeah, the gal And they're go-go dancers. They wear go-go boots, the fringy dresses. And they're yellow. And they're yellow. And it's just, <laughs> I mean, it's so cute. They were, and it's really fun because they're so. It's like, like surf for music. It is surf rock for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, And like, like 1950s, 1960s surf rock. Mm-hmm. And they have like these coordinated routines that mm-hmm. they do. And it's, it's so cute. It is. <laughs> I mean, and they are tight. Yeah. They're, it is so good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, they're amazing. And Mean Motor Scooter, of course, is always, always, always good. Amazing. So, um, that was a lot of fun. And then, um, just everybody headed their, their separate ways. And I was home, I don't know, probably around midnight. Oh, that's an early night for Mean Motor Scooter. Yeah. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. I feel, it might have been a little bit later, but it mm-hmm. felt like it was around midnight. So, um, and then what else? Sorry, I'm just looking to give everyone my next update about their shows. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, um, oh, you have on here that you're getting your backyard ready. Oh, yeah. What are you um, guys doing for that? So it was Nick's mom's birthday, his sister's birthday, Mother's Day, and uh, Ryan's graduation, Um, like all in the last like three weeks while we've been out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like, well, you know, now we live very much closer to you guys. So you guys should all just come over to our house, which I somewhat regret in not making it like a, just a Memorial Day thing so that you guys could also be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but for that, uh, we are going to have cornhole. Um, Nick's going to grill. I today went to, um, Home Depot at, in case you didn't know, when you buy a tiki torch, it does not come preloaded with the stuff the citronella oil yep you have to buy that (laughs) so i found that out um so we had to go buy that i had to get some more tiki torches because i only have two right now and i wanted to get four Mm -hmm. um just because the way that my backyard is you know it goes out and then comes around the house so i wanted there to be a couple more over Uh on that side of the house too um and then a citronella candle and um, I'm hoping that you'll let me steal some of your camping chairs because mm-hmm. I don't have enough seating for everyone. Okay. Um, and then a fire. And then we're gonna, just going to make hot dogs and hamburgers because Nick's, Nick's obsession is he got a grill. And he loves it. No, that's awesome. He's obsessed with it. That's the backyard cool. in general, like mowing the yard. Yeah. Setting up our table out there. 
you know, mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. He's like, he loves it. So that's so um, cool. Yeah. So we're getting ready for everyone to come over. So that'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. Very busy. Very busy. Um, okay. Mean Motor Scooters next show will be at the House of Blues Dallas June 1st in the Cambridge Room. Mm-hmm. They are opening for um, Olivia Jean, looks like. The Cambridge Room is really cool. Is that the one upstairs? It's the one upstairs. It's a good one. Yeah. I, uh, we went up there for... Last one I saw there was Henry the Archer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was really good. I saw the Black Angels up there, too, one time. And that yeah. was awesome. I mean, we uh, first time that I ever took Ivy to set it off was up in the Cambridge Room. Cool. And that was where she met Derek from State Champs. Nice. Nick says we fumbled the bag with that one. <laughs> so. uh, That's awesome. Yeah. So a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, Very cool. Looks like you've got some music. Or you want to talk about the zoo? I do. So our Fort Worth famous spotlight this time is the Fort Worth Zoo. Mm-hmm. Brian and Tirza and Noodle went yesterday mm-hmm. and posted some really cute pictures. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, we haven't been. I don't think we've been to the zoo. I went on a horrible date there one time and not gone back. Did you? Oh, because we've gone to the Botanic the Gardens. Botanical Gardens. Is, is yeah. the one that I'm thinking of. I just went there two weekends. No, last weekend. So, but I haven't been to the zoo in quite a while Mm -hmm. and it is for, I do love the zoo. Yeah. For a very long time. And it may still be, but it was like voted like the number two zoo Mm -hmm. in the nation. Yeah. So I, I looked up some facts about it. It's, it's over in the university park area. Mm -hmm. Um, and Close to like a little log cabin village and close to some really good um, golf courses and stuff like that. And but Panera Bread. So it was founded in 1909. That's a long time. Right. And it is on 64 acres. Mm-hmm. And the owner is the Fort Worth Zoological Association. But um, numbers of animals that are in the zoo, guess how many? Oh, no. Because my little brain is saying 14, but I know that that's, I mean, it's not wrong, but it's not right. Um, I'm going to go with, wait, is it hundreds, plural? It is thousands. Okay, thousands, plural. Okay, hold on. I've got 3,586. Okay, you're almost there. The zoo was founded in 1909 with one lion, two bear cubs, an alligator, a coyote, Mm -hmm. a peacock, and a few rabbits nice now the number of animals that are at the fort worth zoo seven thousand. Oh, yeah wow. notable animals oh they've got just the names of the animals um but they do have a museum of living art asian falls the world of primates a raptor canyon mm-hmm. and um i like the snake room yeah th- th- and they also have stingray cove mm-hmm. and um the meerkat mounds Parrot Paradise, an Australian Outback. They do have a penguin exhibit. Mm-hmm. They've got like the Texas Wild and then a Flamingo Bay, the African Savannah. They do have a cheetah exhibit and um, they have a little children's ranch and petting zoo. And I mean, it is, it's pretty dang great. I yeah. And I need to get back there um, because, and then the, the way that they've actually set up the zoo is all a little bit different, but like typically on Wednesdays you can go for half cost. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So that, that day is going to be very crowded because there are a lot of people there. Um, just as a shout out to 
that area of Fort Worth. If you are going to go that go on half price Wednesdays, there are typically signs that are going to tell you where to exit. Please follow them. <laughs> Please follow them because okay. the last half price Wednesday during uh, spring break, Ooh. the entirety of the street where the hospitals are they had cops at every single end oh wow possibly get there that was redirecting people because if you were not going to your home you could not go that way because they were directing everybody to forest park to get to the zoo oh and you could not get across forest park you couldn't drive on forest park you could so if you're gonna go yeah. For everybody's sanity, please just follow the signs. Don't think that you can make any sort of shortcut. Yeah. Just follow the signs. Yeah. And one of the things that I love, many things that I love about the zoo is that their animal habitats mm-hmm. are good. <laughs> yeah, they are. You know, and they've got the elephants have plenty of room. Mm-hmm. Giraffes have plenty of room. Rhinos. Every animal has plenty of room mm-hmm. as needed for that animal and the numbers, you know, of of that particular species or mm-hmm. whatever it is, like in in their enclosures or areas or what have you. Um, Katie will remember that there was a time where we went to a zoo, air quotes, happening here <laughs> up in the Sacramento area. It wasn't the Sacramento Zoo, but it was one up in the area, and I, I got maybe five exhibits quote unquote in before I looked at her dad and was like we gotta go because they were just like cement slabs with bars and it was traumatic I hated every minute of it and I was like I will never go to a zoo again we went to the (laughs) Dallas Zoo Mm -hmm. and uh mind you it was in January so not a good idea Mm -hmm. because there there are no animals out when it's that cold but we went into the snake enclosure mm-hmm. and nick and i were looking at all the snakes and then uh it, for one of them it was feeding time and he was trying real hard to find the mouse in his little cage uh-huh and it was it was a lot of fun it was it was interesting to watch because they, they're not live mice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so it was just like trying to find it but albino snakes are blind ah so he was, was just like sensing it with going his around other stuff yeah and then we got to watch him just like unhinge his jaw and <laughs> take down this this little mouse that is crazy that's a little bit kooky that's funny all right so everybody visit the zoo you can go to their website and check out their hours of operation um you know it's starting to get to be the summer month so it is going to be very hot um so plan accordingly to make sure you've got enough water and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You will need sunscreen because it is outside for the most part. You know, some of the exhibits and stuff are inside like the the reptiles and the penguins mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but just be, be prepared. Um, but go give it, give it a visit. Um, our, our sweet friend Zoe Lord works there. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you see her, say hi. <laughs> so you'll know it's her yeah her hair is usually colored (laughs) yep hey do you want to play a little of would you rather yeah okay so oh i was looking up 22 surprise symptoms of menopause i've got one that 
the uh, would you rather yeah uh-huh. uh, we do um on occasion we ask this to new people in our group mm-hmm. so i feel like is now is a good time to uh ask the internet um and it's would you rather hold on i have to think of the first portion of it okay Do you want me to ask you a question mm-hmm. while you're thinking yeah. of it? Okay. So the first question where we left off last time we mm-hmm. played this game is, would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed? Overdressed. I think I would rather be overdressed as well. Yeah. Um, so at the wedding, <laughs> one of Mandy's nephews, he was like, I feel so underdressed. He's like, but I didn't understand what we were supposed to be wearing. He was in like jeans and a t-shirt and like a over, like an overshirt that was like a butt, button up. And I was like, no, 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 you're totally fine. And he's like, he's like, I just feel so underdressed. And I, I, I think I would rather feel overdressed mm-hmm. and have people be like, oh, she's always so extra than to be. Underdressed. underdressed for yeah. sure yeah i know what it is okay go ahead okay would you rather always have to ask someone else to pay for your stuff or have unlimited money but every single time you got to make a purchase both physical and online some fairy goblin has to pop up one finger into the butthole <gasps> <laughs> okay so would you rather have Somebody else pay for all of your stuff or have to ask somebody else to pay for it because you don't have the money Mm -hmm. or have unlimited funds. But every time you go to purchase something online or in person, fairy goblin shows up one finger up the butt. Yep. Do they stick it up the butt, swirl it around and yank it out or do they just poke it? No, they're (laughs) just in there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. For how long? Just, you know, like three seconds. Okay. So up. Swirl it around, yeah. pull it out. Oh my gosh, that would be so hard. Because then, how do you explain that? Like when you're out in public, you go to like swipe something, and you'd be like, "I'm so sorry," but as I go to swipe this, someone is gonna pop up and stick their finger in my butthole real quick, so other people can see the fairy goblin too. Yes, it's absolutely. not just it's not just an invisible fairy goblin that that's you just correct. feel the butt. No, that's correct. Oh shoot, dang! I would still rather have the unlimited funds. <laughs> Yeah. I would just have to very strategically plan what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it would be a Costco run that would last me for like six months. Yeah. So that. I think the other thing that you could do, which kind of makes this answer a little bit different than it was when we initially started asking this question, um, is that a lot of things have become online orders. So you can like place an order at Costco, go and pick it up. And they will bring it out to your car. So the goblin then, is in the privacy of your own home. Yeah. Which would then ensure that you place that order, you get the finger in the butt, and then you go on your merry way. Also, another workaround is that, like, if I wanted to go buy a car, mm-hmm. I could Venmo you or sell you the money, mm-hmm. and then you could buy it. You would still get the finger in the butt. I would still get the Oh, anytime you spend, you spend money. money. Yep. Anytime you spend oh, the money Oh, man. Like, but okay. you could Venmo me in the privacy of your own home, and then we could... Go together. Go get the car together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There is so much that you could do now. Blanket. 
It was a blanket. Okay. I was like, did somebody just knock on my door? All right. Okay. Go. So would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts or for everyone you know to have access to your internet history? You know what? My internet history, it's a little bit weird because some of the questions I think of are (laughs) odd, but yes, the thoughts are worse. For sure. Not in like, I don't want anyone to think that I'm having these bad thoughts, but um, yeah, I don't, and a lot of times too, I have just like very judgmental thoughts about people. Yep. And so then like everyone would know that yep, and yep, yep. it's it's okay for me to have those thoughts right to not say them out loud yes so then if everybody had to hear them all the time yeah no, you could look at my internet search it's yeah i've got some weird questions especially because of what i do for work uh-huh and there's some odd questions floating around <laughs> in this brain of mine but i would rather people look at that than yeah. people look at because I, I don't look up anything like gross but like yeah I would rather people look at that than have to hear my thoughts. Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, would you rather, this one's a good one. Would you rather lose your sight or your memories? Well, I'm already blind. You're welcome. To where my eyes already don't work. So I think I would rather lose my sight. Especially, <laughs> I think that the hard part for people who are born blind is that they will never understand the concept of color mm-hmm. or texture or those things but like you, i mean you get texture but you can't be like oh that this texture is suede like yeah you like you can feel it but like there's just like a, you don't know what you don't it have looks to, like you don't have to like i don't have to touch this pillow to know that it's a suede-ish pillow mm-hmm. i don't have to touch this pillow to know it's suede-ish like mm-hmm. or that this one's gonna be rough mm-hmm. but for like a blind person you do and you wouldn't you wouldn't know that all of these textures are the same like this pillow and this couch are the exact same material mm-hmm. you would just know that they feel the same yeah so i think that that's like kind of hard so like then if you were to lose your sight people can explain things to you and you can be like okay i understand that right. i've seen it mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. but like i don't know i'm also kind of a little bit without memory anyway so i guess that wouldn't be too bad for me either well i think that the thought of losing all of your memories, the good and the bad, I too would rather lose my sight than mm-hmm. lose my memories. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I I think about so many good things and funny things and, you know, I would yeah. be sad to lose all of those. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, that that's a, that's a good one. Um... Uh, would you rather have universal respect or unlimited power? Unlimited power. No, I think I would really rather have the respect. Really? I think I would 100% like the unlimited power. What would I do with all of that? I would it's do the same whatever thing. the F I the, wanted. The, okay, but see, that's now you're a villain. See? <laughs> because like, it's the same thing as like, people who are like, what would you do if you won the lottery? I don't think I would change that much because I just, I am who I am. Mm -hmm. I think that money would help me financially stabilize my situation, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that anything about me would change very much. I wouldn't all of a sudden be living in a mansion. Oh, I think I would. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for me that if I had unlimited power, what would I do with it? Probably nothing good. 
So <laughs> because I would get bored, but also because when people annoy me, I would just be like, Wah. It's squish them. <laughs> and you can't just squish people. It's not nice. Yeah, you can't just squish people. You're right. You're right. So maybe universal respect is the way to go. Uh, okay. Would you rather give up air conditioning and heating, central AC and heating, for the rest of your life or the internet for the rest of your life? The internet. <laughs> the internet. Yeah. The internet. Yeah. I cannot stand being hot or too cold. So, which I guess without central air conditioning, that would be fine. But let me put it this way. When we looked at the house in Colorado Uh online on the listing, it says there's no central AC. That's in fact a lie. There was central AC. But the idea of Brian was like, but it's going to be cold. But there's no movement in that. You're just stale air all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So far this summer, which I'm, we're not even into summer yet, mm-hmm. but we're getting there. May typically gets very hot. Mm-hmm. You're typically by the end of May, you're in the 90s each yeah. day and down into the 70s at night or 60s at night. We will get to a point of the summer where we're in the hundreds during the day and the 80s mm-hmm. at night, which is a... A very short but difficult time of year. So far, I've been able to survive with just this AC unit on. That one, like, oh, when you're in this house by yourself and there are not other people, Mm -hmm. that one and the one in this main bedroom Mm -hmm. are perfect. Yeah. If you have other people here, it's a little bit harder just because the back house, back, back house, the back half of the house doesn't get as much air yeah. movement mm-hmm. so it's good to have that like other um ac unit back there just to like be moving stuff around yeah so um but i know that there is going to come a point of the summer where i probably will need to turn on but like so far like my electric bill for last month was 40 bucks mm-hmm. and i was like this is awesome i hope i can keep this i i know that probably come june i'm gonna need to do something else but if i could survive with just window units for as long as i possibly Mm -hmm. can that's what i'm gonna do (laughs) i mean i always kept it 78 with the window units on yeah yeah oh and there does just because my house is so old and Mm -hmm. the windows have helped incredibly yeah but it still is such poor insulation in the house. Like it's hard. There, there are times during the summer where like I'll put my hand on the, on wall, the wall and it's, and it's hot. Hot. hot yeah. Yep. So yep. I, I know that that is also one thing that I need to do is to, to get insulation, more insulation in the attic and insulation in the walls. I've got a list. Yeah. And as soon as I possibly can, I'm going to start doing things. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. So two more. This one is really weird. Would you rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup? Nutella because I hate maple syrup. So maple syrup would be very, very sticky and gross. But Nutella is just, I mean, it's just chocolate. And I mean, it's so much denser. Yeah, but I would rather do that. Me too. Me, absolutely. Because I I hate maple syrup. Maple syrup would just be gross. The smell, the stickiness. Mm-hmm. I would lose my mind. You you wouldn't even be able to get me into the pool. Yeah. I'd turn right back around. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. So then the last one is, would you rather labor under a hot sun or in extreme cold? 
a hot sun. I would rather labor in the heat, but if I could be out of the sun, that would be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, because laboring in the extreme cold would be too oh, hard. Yeah, well, couldn't do it. It's like my fingers get really bad when it's mm-hmm. too cold. So if I had to do anything where I had to grip something, that's mm-hmm. not happening. Yeah. That's not happening anymore. Just put me out in the sun. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I guess if I could cover up as much as I possibly could to not uh, get sunburnt, mm-hmm. I would probably be okay if i had an unlimited cold water supply mm-hmm. and was w- free from sunburn i'd be all right <laughs> those little fr- frog leap pad things that brian got for when we went to um disney mm-hmm. world those were really good so if it was like a hot summer day but i had several of those on backup mm-hmm y- you'd catch me out there for many hours yeah yeah and in big bend we had those the same thing where you put it, you put it in the ice water for a mm-hmm. second and then it keeps you cool for a very long time. Yep. Yeah, that was we would, fine. We would wrap, we'd put one underneath her and one on top of Rosemary mm-hmm. to keep her cool. Yeah. And both of her little frog pads. Yeah. She'd be nice and content in there. Nice. Nice. Okay. So last up is our little music minute. Um, Kitty told you a little bit about the upcoming shows for Mean Motor Scooter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told you I went and saw them in Go Gorillas last night. Um, so I was kind of looking to see like what was coming up and I, I wasn't totally finding things I should have looked like more than five minutes before the start of the podcast. But one mm-hmm. of the things I saw coming up was June 3rd at the Double Wide is our three bands called Vasca. Um, Guerra Final and Barricade. And I was like, I wonder if I would go to a show where I have no idea of what the bands are, what they sound like, because this looks to me like it would be a ska lineup, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what ska bands do. They always make ska part of their name. And, but, but looking at the writing of the flyer, it looks like death metal. i'd go if it was cody drinks (laughs) so i was like i wonder if i would do this so i don't think i would but coming up uh friday june 9th one of our favorite bartenders local bartenders bethany um her band generational wealth is playing at lola's Mm -hmm. that'll be a lot of fun Mm -hmm. and then that june 10th uh at the cicada the professor fuzz 63 with Firebad and space poets Mm -hmm. i think those two look like some fun shows yeah because you know we love the fuzz we sure do love the fuzz the farmers are the best family on the planet they're so great i love them a lot um but that was about it do you have anything else that you want to talk about nope look at us going for an hour and 40 minutes that's typical usually what we're at (laughs) (laughs) it's not all right well i guess that's it all right all right Bye. Love you. Mean it. Ah, good job. Bye. Bye.